a second and raise your hands and your hearts before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the one who is the ruler of your soul, the one who loves you, the one who is called Yahweh, the, 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 the sufficient, the self-existent one, Adonai, the God who is the lover of all, Lord over all, Yahweh Rohi, the one who is your shepherd, Yahweh Shammah, the Lord who is present, Yahweh Rapha, your healer, Yahweh Sitkanu, the Lord my righteousness, Yahweh Jireh, the Lord our provider, Yahweh Nisi, the Lord my banner, Lord it's your flag that I fly, Yahweh Shalom, the Lord our peace, you put my foot on the neck of every enemy, the Lord of hosts, the leader of the angel armies, Elohim, God, the creator, powerful and mighty one. El Elyon, the Lord most high. El Olam, the everlasting God. El, El Roy, the strong one who sees. Thank you, Lord, for being Yahweh Mephtali, the Lord my deliverer. Yahweh Uzi, the Lord my strength. Lord, you are the ancient of days. And we surrender our lives before you this morning. We ask your kingdom come and your will be done. We thank you, Lord, for giving today, giving us today our daily bread. We can always come to you and make our request to you today. We thank you, Lord. And we have the opportunity to pray for others. Lord, we pray for the ones that are around us, those who are a part of this family, the ones who are going to be a part of this family. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for delivering us from temptation and from evil, that no hurt, harm, or danger can touch us. God, we thank you because yours is the kingdom and yours is the power. And yours is the glory. We surrender all that we are responsible for. We lay our crowns down at your feet. We surrender our body, our souls, our spirits to you. We are devoted to you. Lord, we trust you this morning. We trust you this morning. We make our decision to listen to you today so that we can be who you created us to be. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Do you love him this morning? Clap your hands like you love him this morning. Like you love him. How many of you, um, how many of you sometimes feel like God's favorite? You ever feel like God's favorite? It's so funny. It's so good that not many of you uh, raised your hands because today I'm, I have good news for you. You are God's favorite. Now that's something. 
It's one thing to be, you know, Bishop Johnson's favorite. Allow him. Jesus had his, right? Right? But God, you are his favorite. Um, we're going to talk about that in a moment, but I'd like to um, honor just a few of my favorites. Is that okay with you this morning? Uh, I know that sometimes uh, when you do this, you know, you might separate people. And I, so let me say this. I, I don't mean to cause offense. I've been learning been learning about offenses in the last couple of days. Um, yeah, you can sit down if you like. That's fine. Um, so is that okay if you allow me to have just a few of my favorites? that okay? All right. Ooh. I was supposed to do this yesterday, but uh, I'm getting the chance to do it before all of you. I'm my father's child. All right. Uh, the first, where they go? Some people, I can't see where they go. Ah, wait. I gotta the first person that I'd like to honor, one of my favorites, and she's my, one of my favorites because it doesn't matter what y'all doing out there during worship, she gonna get hers in. And, and sometimes she, she stays at the mic and does it, and other times she'll back way back here, and when, when the singers, when the, when, the, when the leaders sing back here, you hear Miss Wanda really, oh, oh, oh. You know what I'm talking about? That's why Miss Wanda, where you at? Did she leave? Because children, I was gonna honor Miss Wanda with one of her favorite drinks. I brought her some sparkling water. She is one of my favorite worshipers in the house of the Lord. And it really is because she don't care what be going on with y'all. Sometimes, I don't know, me. can I help you uh, worship leaders if that's all right with y'all, help y'all just a little bit? Sometimes they feel like cheerleaders. Like, Come on then, raise your hand, stomp your knee, come to the altar. You know what I mean? It takes a lot to lead the, pre the people into the presence of God. And you know, sometimes, but what, they, what has to happen is they have to go where they're going to lead you. So it's an it's a extra practice to, be, to have to be able to do that. And I just, I mean, it's, it's a lot of that. I remember, I'm not trying to cause no offense, but I just wanted one of my favorite ones because she'll step way back here to get us in. That good. All right. Next, uh, people I would like to honor. One of my favorite couples. Uh, don't have one of those traditional families, but um, every time I see them, it's something about what they have that I can't wait to get. Um, uh, and that is Miss Wanda. So it won't. Hold on a second. You are one of my favorite worshipers. And I got to do it again, just to tell you everybody, uh, uh, because it don't matter what's going on in the in the in the in the audience. Even though the the, the worship leaders they might be singing, Christian might be uh, uh, and like this right here, and you you stand back from your thing to, to get your oh, oh, oh. you know, Miss Miss Wadi, you gonna get yours in anyway. I really appreciate that. So right, quickly, come here real quick.
I appreciate you. Thanks for going to get her. I appreciate you. Um, uh, one of my favorite couples. Can't wait to have what you have. Uh, so, uh, Brenda and Lee Sanders, you are one of my favorite couples. I really appreciate you. So, so what I have for you is one of your favorite drinks, and then, uh, Lee, I want to introduce you to something. It's some coffee from Philippines. Is that good? That good? Uh, another one, somebody who um, sometimes on Sundays about 9... 05, 9, 15, uh, I meet him in the middle of the hall, in the middle of the aisle, and he'll say, Pastor Tiffany, when you said this, it made me do that, and it touched me this way, or you did that, or whatever, and sometimes as speakers, you don't really know what to do. One of the things my dad taught me as a speaker is, uh, he said, uh, never look at their faces, because sometimes you can feel all by yourself in what you're what you're declaring. So uh, when you, when you come to me, Sean, and you say, you know, Pastor Tiffany, you really did. It, 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 I really appreciate it. I really do. I don't know if he was Dr. Pepper. I think he was. He was you know. Um, I asked for some help because I have a lot going on. I was just telling somebody earlier today. I know that uh, when I stand when I stand in this room, I'm at work, uh, so I'm doing a, a bunch of different things, and and so I, I figured out that I needed some help to do what I do. You know, when the Lord gives you something to do, you you know it's the Lord when you cannot do it by yourself. Uh, so I asked for some help from my girls, and there is one of my, there's a rotation of girls that I have, and there's one girl that just gets it right every time. There, She anticipates the need before I could ever think of it, uh, did it even this morning, and uh, it's, it's a way that I hold, it's all the way down to the way that I hold my phone, she understands that it's it's getting on my nerve, but because I'm in the middle of a conversation with Kenny or Durant or whoever, I need to keep it in my hand, but she, she keeps me her best. I really appreciate you. It's you are the best at what, out of all of them, you're the one. Ooh, and there's this one person that every time, every single time Christopher and I get on the stage, every single time, it don't matter how dark it is or how light is in our face, this one person that I can always see. So my favorite hero fan is Patrice Shields. Oh my God. Every, every time Patrice, Patrice, Patrice like me, she, she be like, she be like, it's the best I can find her anywhere. Last one is uh, my uh, favorite sister. I got two of them. One of them is real rich. Seriously. But my favorite is my sister Toya. And I just want to say that I am so proud of you because I see how you have been striving these last few weeks, months. Let me say that. It ain't weeks, it's months. 
and in the middle of all that we have to do and all that you're commanded to do, and, and you're still on your J, not only that, but my family is taken care of. We don't even worry about none of that. Besides all of that, it's real cool to have this, this growing thing that you and I have. I really, really appreciate and love you. I know you ain't had one in a long time, girl, but I got you that cherry It feels, it feels good when you know you're somebody's favorite, huh? Sometimes there are things that go on that keep you from feeling like God's favorite. Check this out real quick. Got me, Ken?
saw all that happened, she first she didn't realize that she had the power to get the lifesaver in her hand. And she used the force. She, she, she realized that she had this force to get the lifesaver. Then she realized she had the force to fight. And then she, but she didn't know what it was until he said to her, I, I could teach you what to do with the force. No, quit fighting me, because I could, I could really teach you. And then she thought to herself, I already got the force. What you mean, teach me? And then she went in on that joke, right? Because I don't know if you saw this, something happened to her when she realized that she, that she had something. Thank you for turning those lights on. I appreciate that. Here's what I want you to know. We are living in a world that is inherently against you. It is a spiritual hostility against God's purpose for your life. It is a, a, a sometimes subtle, not, sometimes not so subtle warfare in your heart, in the heavenlies, in your pocket, in your relationships, in your, in your bank account, in your emotions that fights against you to help prevent God's purpose from being accomplished in your life. What, what, what my friend Jane talked about last, yesterday was dope because I loved this, this, this new understanding of, of a stronghold. And, and how the enemy doesn't really place a big uh, opposition around something that does not matter to him. If it's not going to prevent his purpose from being, or, or prevent uh, his, 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 his strategy, then he doesn't really worry about it. However, if, it, if it's something that God wants done, if, if it's something that is, 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 is deep or precious in the heart of God and or his people, then the enemy will set up camp around that thing and, and, and there will be a stronghold that will try to prevent that thing from becoming a reality. Sometimes you may feel like as much as you pray as much as you're consistent in coming to church or going to connection group, that you feel like you just can't push through. And you may even be uh, praying as much as you can and doing all that you know, but I want to give you a weapon today that there is no defense against. There is nothing. This is the way uh, my big brother, El Yule, said it. He said, there is no strategy against, I'm going to call it, the irresistible favor of the Lord. There's no strategy against the, the honey that you get dipped in when you start worshiping God and when he says, oh, no, 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 that one belongs to me. We're going to talk about the irresistible favor of God. I love this word, irresistible. Uh, Bishop talked about it a whole lot 
we all talked about it a whole lot yesterday. Um, but I want to talk about it in a different way. Everything in the Word of God is potentially yours if you know how to access it. Everything in the Word of, the, in the Word of God is potentially yours if you know how to access it. I know because I watch Christians all the time who are broke, busted, and disgusted. Makes not a lot of sense to me how you could be belong to Jesus but live a life that's beneath the citizen of the kingdom of God. Too worried about being an American. Not saying anything about my country. I love my country and I love my president. But I am a citizen of the kingdom of God. So whatever decisions he makes, if they be adverse with regard to my life, I don't have to worry about it because I serve under a king who has dominion, who's not an American, though we might not want to think about it. The Lord is not an American. I want to talk about this thing about this thing called favor. The favor of God comes upon you when you decide to be a part of this kingdom. I'm going to give you a few uh, definitions. It's going to be a lot of them. There are a few words, uh, lots of words that I'm going to use to, to define this word. Uh, so get your phone out and take a picture because you're going to want these things. Now I'm going to say it in probably like four, 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 different, four or five different ways. But I want you to have all of them because you may need one for different, different kinds of situations, all right? So I want to define this word favor for you, favor. Um, yeah, check this out. It says, the peculiar signature of God, of God's honor or cherishing value placed on me. So when he sees me, there's a special value, value he has for me which means I'm greatly beloved, which means I am greatly beloved. The peculiar signature of God's honor or cherishing value placed on me. So when he sees me, there's a special value that he has just for me. I'm going to talk about a few characters that he thought, that he, that he called highly favored, which to me says there are different levels of even favor. But I want you to get, this, uh, get these definitions because we are going to need all of them. The next definition, really quickly, when God likes me, how many of you know that uh, God loves you? He totally and unconditionally accepts you right where you are. You don't have to change one bit for God to love you. Not one bit. He's going to love you when you're sitting and you're broke, busted, disgusted, sinful, pissed off, sorry, angry about it. Doesn't matter. He's going to love you. But uh, to have his favor is another thing. And I think sometimes, we'll talk about how to get that favor because I think sometimes we've separated ourselves because we've had this view of how to get that favor. When God likes me, his charisma rubs off on me so that others will cooperate with me whether they like it or not. 
Have somebody ever said to you, I don't know why I'm doing this, but, uh, or, or I don't do this often, but uh, I'm going to give you, you know what I'm talking about? That's the favor of the Lord on your life. If we're going to accomplish what we need to do, when, when I read this in, this in a moment, you are going to know how you need God's favor. Third, third definition, the special affection of God towards me that releases an influence on me so others are inclined to like me, cooperate with me, and invest in me. I want you to say this about yourself right after you take that picture. Say this about yourself. You can close your eyes and hold your hands out like somebody's giving you something. Repeat after me. Say, people of influence, people of influence. are waiting, are waiting. To, invest in me. to invest in me. Come on, say it to yourself like, like that felt good. Say, people of influence, people of influence. are waiting. To invest in me. Don't that feel good? When you have God's favor, he releases it upon you. It's an influence so that when you go to that meeting, when you send that email, when you sign that contract, people are waiting to cooperate with you, to invest in you and to like you. Fourth definition. Third, fourth, one of them. Fourth, all right. The supernatural quality that enables me to both carry and birth his purpose in my life. It's one thing to carry God's purpose. It's a whole other thing to see that thing come to reality. And you're going to need God's favor in order for that to happen. Next one. The spirit of favor produces a perimeter of divine influence. That brings me everything, that brings everything under the authority of the agenda that God has given me to accomplish. Mm, 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 mm. When you have the favor of the Lord upon you, the, the perimeter around you is a, is a divine influence that, that causes his authority to back you up. So that his agenda, when you start, when you get ready, and when you get about doing his business, you have some backup. When you go into the meeting, you feel like a, a host is with you. But you're not going alone because you know whose authority you carry. You carry his authority, you carry his favor. Last one I like. Got this from Lance Wall now, uh, one of my fathers and and one of my heroes of the faith of this modern Christianity day. Man, if you can, uh, sometimes I think we may be a little bit, because um, uh, I know some of y'all even immediately even pull out your phone and uh, Google him, Lance L A uh, uh, Wall now at W A L L N A U. Uh, when you when you find them, you're gonna be like this guy. He's a quirky little weird sounding little guy. No, don't be, don't judge the book by his cover. That book has a wealth of knowledge in it. This is what he said. This is crazy. He said when when God dips you in His honey, that causes blessings to stick to you. When God dips you in His honey, and causes blessings, all His blessings, to stick to you.
How many of you need the favor of God? All weekend, we've been, at, we've been coming from a, a particular scripture that we believe is the direction for our church at this, at this moment. It's in Acts 2, verse 42 through 47. I'm going to read it really quickly and then concentrate on that last verse. Acts 2, verse 42 through 47. This is what it said. They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to breaking of bread and to prayer. And everyone kept feeling a sense of awe. And many wonders and signs were taking place through the, through the apostles. And all those who had believed were together and had all things in common. And they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing them with all, as anyone might have need. But day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple, in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, I might say from house to house, they are taking, they were taking their meals together and glad with gladness and sincerity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord was adding to their number day by day those who were being saved. I want to give you a couple of examples of, of favor. And then I want to talk really quickly about what we, what we need together. And then we're going to um, see if we can activate this favor. And then, and then we're going to all together, we're going to receive this favor. That good? That's what we're going to do today. All right. The first person that I would like to look at, there, actually, if you look at uh, the, whole, the whole canonized word of God, you will see God's favor placed on person after person after person. I believe the Lord loves to use the underdogs. He, he, he likes to take those who nobody ever thought of. He likes to take those who people would judge by the, the initial thing that they see and, and completely write them off. Uh, he loves to take those who are lowly, those who are not as popular. He loves to take those and, 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 and elevate them in a way that only he could, just so that he could be glorified, just so that he could be known in a greater way. Um, this is what a few of those characters that I'm going to talk about, just a few of them very quickly. Mary is our first one. You can find the, her favor on, on Luke 1, 26 through 38. Luke 1, 26 through 38. We can see that, that because the Bible, the Bible says that, you know, you know, it's, you know it's something special about you when the Lord sends Gabriel. Um, and, and when Mary received that favor when she, he said, he, she, he greeted her in a way. Uh, I don't know if any of you, did you, anybody see Joseph and Mary this, this year? Uh, what I love this year is that we had a singing angel. Um, because I feel like uh, that may be how Gabriel moves and does things sometimes. I loved it uh, when John, who played our uh, thing, uh, you who are highly favored among women. Remember what he was saying? You, you know what I'm talking about? What he, you know what he did? The Lord is with you. You remember what he said that? It's something about when you receive that, the, the, that when you receive the favor of God. And, and, and her answer, even in the word of God, it is with me. 
It's because in that day, the, uh, even in the, in the, in the, co- in the, on the countryside where they lived, they were slaves. So it was interesting that an angel of God would come and call her highly favored. It's something when you're favored. But what I see right here, there are degrees of favor. Now don't you worry. You're going to have all the favor that you need. Sometimes for the, for the amount of, of, of or for the, 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 magna, the magnitude of the, of, of the, the purpose that you must ca- uh, carry out, you're going to need a little bit more favor. And, and, and that's all right because it's, it is with you. She said, Mary said, it is, Gabriel said to Mary, it is with you. Now, what did Mary have to carry? We'll talk about that in a moment. The second, the second person I'd like to look at is Esther in, in Esther 2.15. Esther found favor with everyone who saw her. Everyone who laid eyes on her, they immediately liked her. When they saw Esther, they just wanted to give her stuff. What, 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 whatever you like. How, how, how can I serve you? What, what, what can I get you? Every person that looked on her, she had favor with them. Isn't that interesting? I don't know what things that you are getting ready to attempt, but I know that when you rock in the room, something needs to be on you that everybody sees. I know you have been the underdog, the one that has been up, no, roaming up under the radar. But the Lord is coming a time when the Lord is going to pull back the covers. And when you walk in the room, everybody's going to take notice. Because the favor of the Lord is upon you. Another one I'd like to tell you about is Daniel, Daniel 1.9. Daniel found favor with his boss for promotion. How many of you need promotion from your boss? Mm-hmm. Favor will get you that. When Daniel, uh, something was on him, he was a young guy, but there was something else about him that caused even the king to say, mm, it's something about that kid. I need that joker right next to me. Something about what he knows, what he understands, I need to glean from. And it made, it, it, it gave uh, 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 Daniel and his companions, they came from being slaves to living in the palace. Now they had to behave a certain way to keep that favor. But when they got there, it was something special about them. And the king paid attention in such a way that they received favor. I thought this was going to take a little longer than it did. It's going to be quick. Another person, Joseph. Acts 7, 9 through 10. Who wrote Acts that? Peter? Luke. He was, uh, Luke wrote it. Listening, was he listening to Paul when he, was, when he wrote it? It's so interesting. Uh, I'm doing a little bit of research now. Uh, uh, who wrote the books? Uh, that, that interesting to you? It's interesting to me. Uh, makes a difference in what kind of details are given and that kind of thing. Uh, their perspective, exactly. That thing is really important because don't you think it was, it, don't you think the Lord arbitrarily just chose people who could put pen to pad to tell the, these particular stories? He chose them very specifically. They had a particular grace, a particular favor on their lives. And when, when, when it's interesting that Luke went back and talked about Joseph, someone in 
their, their history back in their generations. He went back and told that story. Because when Joseph got favor, it's for two things. Let me tell you, tell you what Joseph got for. He got a favor for. First of all, he got favor for investments from someone in, in uh, affluent. Tell, tell somebody, say, the, uh, somebody of influence is waiting to invest in me. They waiting. And I'm about to stand out. You understand? I'm about to stand out. Man, I'll tell you about it in a moment. The second thing that Joseph got when he got favor was he got access to wisdom for the promotion. I know some of you have not wanted the promotion because you are afraid of what it will command from you when you get there. Some people have fear of failure. Others have fear of success. Because you know when you get there, it's a heavy, it's a little bit of a, bear, uh, a load to bear. And it, it, it's going to cause uh, you to have to exert yourself a little bit more, have to uh, uh, stay a little longer and uh, 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 work when everybody else is, is playing. And, and you got to go there a little earlier. And, and, and you got to go there when nobody, when, you, when you're on salary, you can, you, you're not just working a nine to five. You're working a, a, a whenever is needed. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, so when you get a promotion, sometimes you get concerned uh, because you don't know what, how to handle the position. But let me tell you something. You serve a God who will give you favor, and the result of that favor will be the wisdom that you need to occupy that position so you can go with confidence. I know that uh, even nowadays uh, uh, a traditional Education is becoming less and less valuable to certain kinds of companies. They don't really care how much, how many letters are behind your name. What they want to know is what can you do for me? What have you produced? What have, what, what, how can you take me from one place to the other? And let me look at your social media to see if you have done it. I'm telling you, you better be careful about what you post. Be careful about what you post, because sometimes you'll get fired because of it, and if you have the favor of the Lord, you'll get promoted because of it. Israel, another place, people who had favor. Exodus 3.21 talks about how they flourished when God was cursing them all. Ten curses, frogs and and, and, and locusts, and, 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 and the blood turning into water, I mean, the water turning into blood, and all the cows just dropping dead, and, you know, and, and people, people dropping dead. And in the middle of all that, God calls his people to take spoils away when they walked away. They didn't need nothing when they walked away. They took what didn't, what didn't even belong to them. It belonged to the Egyptians. They were, they were the slaves, but they took everything. They, they, the, the Lord sent them to a particular city where all the gold and the silver and the jewels and everything were, were, being, were being housed and, and collected. And say, take, the Pharaoh said, y'all get the, the helicopter up out of here and take all this stuff, which he was so tired of, of, of the curses that he sent God's people who were cursed with the blessing." You have God's favor, God will turn your life around that way. Last person, who I think was interesting how, uh, let's look at this, uh, uh, Luke 2.52. I think this is very important as we talk about what we need to. Luke 2.52, if you would, Kim. 
Jesus was the one. Jesus also had favor. I want to read it for you real quick, though. Patience. It's the decision to go at someone else's pace and not push your own. Wife training. That good? And Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. So what I see is a few things. The increasing part means you can start here and end up here. What I also see is that Jesus had favor with both God and man. Now, now, now uh, it's an interesting idea to think about having favor with men and not God. That's where everybody wants you. You, you got, you know, uh, you got uh, uh, two point something followers. You understand? And, and, and everybody's checking to see what you're going to wear tomorrow and, 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 and what's going on in your life and, and what you just bought and all of that. And God is paying no attention. It's another thing to have the favor of God upon you. As a businessman, the Lord gives you an idea that you know if the right person gets a hold of this idea, it's going to take care of your children's children. And though God gave you the favor for the idea, you ain't got favor with men. But Jesus was growing in favor with God and men. God is very specific about who he places and why he places his favor upon you. If he's going to place his, special, his specialness on you, then he needs to be able to trust that what you're going to do with it is what he would do with it. God does not waste favor. He's not going to give it to you so you can win that bowling game. He's not going to give you favor just so you can pay your bills. That's not why, that's not why God would give you favor. He'd help you pay your bills because you pay your tithes. Favor, let me be very clearly, because I want you to see why those people needed favor. Favor is for the advancement of his kingdom and for carrying out God's purpose in your lifetime. Favor is for the advancement of the kingdom of God. That means you need to carry out your purpose for God's kingdom in your lifetime. Let's check out those people who we just talked about. Faith, Esther needed favor because she had to save a nation. She was put specifically in the right place at the right, the strategic time. So that she could save her entire nation. 
Man, what weight she, she carried that moment when Mordecai came to her and said, look, baby girl, you were, was Mordecai was your uncle, right? Uh, 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 he, he, uh, he said, look here, you, you, you don't think you, was, you, were, you were crowned king just because you're pretty, do, do you? Queen, sorry. You don't think you were crowned queen just because you're beautiful, do you? When, you? when you walked in a room and everybody immediately saw you and they immediately they wanted to give you, you don't think that was just so you could experience God's blessing just for you, do you? No. Because when, 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 when the sugar honey and the iced tea, did you catch that? When it hit the fan, now it's time for you to use what God gave you. It's not just for you. It was for an entire nation. Joseph. Man, he had to go through it to get it. I want to talk about this in a moment. Each one of them had their own warfare in the middle of it. Uh, Joseph, he had to reestablish the unity of the monarch. What would have happened if Joseph would have been so mad that he didn't take care of his brothers when they came back? Remember Joseph went through all that stuff? They sold him into slavery, and they went to the pharaoh and had the favor, and then the queen tried to get him and he sent him to the jail. And when he got to the jail, he was, had the favor there. But when the, the people had the dreams, and then they left him in the, in the war again, and all of a sudden they want to bring him back up and now he got the favor of God now his brothers come back and they're the reason that all of this sugar honey and the ice and the tea done happen to him at this point right they're the reason now he got the opportunity to deal or, or, or keep that offense has the opportunity to forgive or to accomplish the reason why he has that favor Wonder what would happen if if if, jo if Joseph would have been like kill them all, send them back home to die, starving and hungry. He could have done it, but God had a bigger plan. The people, uh, a little bit out of order, Kenny. Uh, the people of Israel, they had, they had favor to carry the DNA of faith to you. They had to go through all that they went through, and the Lord gave, put favor upon them so that it could eventually come to you. The Bible, uh, over and over again, um, especially, especially Paul, he talks about how we are, uh, uh, the, we are the descendants of Abraham. That d DNA of faith came through all of his children, and now we get the opportunity to have and to know Jesus like we do. David, he, he, he wasn't just a shepherd boy, the underdog, who, 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 who the Lord let, uh, was, was just got into the kingdom of Saul, but he, he, he received favor to lead an entire nation. Mary had to birth a miracle. Jesus had to save the world. What I want you to see is every single one of these people, when they, when, they, when they got the favor of God, they asked for warfare. They, they, it put a target of the enemy on their back. Why? Because what they, must, what they were supposed to produce because of the favor of God, the enemy wanted a stronghold around that. They wanted a stronghold around around the ability to save the Jews. 
never wanted the brothers to get back together. He never wanted Jesus to be, to be birthed. You know, when, 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 the, when Satan heard that Jesus was going to be birthed, there, there was uh, an attempt of genocide throughout the entire nation. And they killed all the babies just from hearing that Jesus was going to be born. Isn't that interesting? And Jesus spent the first few years of his life in Egypt. Isn't that interesting? And the favor of the Lord rests upon Mary so that she could bring into, into, into reality all of that thing. Here's my question. Why would God put favor on you? Why would he drop his influence on you in a way that would bring attention to who you are? That would bring, bring care and investment in your ideas? Why would Jesus shine a light on you? Shine a light on your family? Why would he do that? Well, I believe it's because you have something major inside of you. That you have a responsibility just like Mary to birth. And if we think about all the things that it has taken to get you to this one moment, it's a miracle that you're sitting here. I'm thinking about that morning. I was taking Christopher probably to, to school. And um, it was in my mama's white SC430. It's when they first made the Lexus, the, um, the, 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 uh, yeah, the, uh, the sports car version of Lexus. She had an off-white one. And mom and dad were in some conference or something in the city and uh, taking, I don't, maybe it might not have been Chris or you, whatever what it was, we pulled uh, from the street going across the street to the, to the school and out of nowhere a car came and T-boned us. Was that you or was that Matt? Matt T-boned us and hit my mama's car. Man, that's two cars I done wrecked. Thank you, Lord, for your favor. Now, me. Three, you are correct, bro. That is right. I think it was three. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry. So sorry. Anyway, favor. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Uh, and I remember how that car came at us and I remember how we climbed out of, we, we climbed out of the car but completely unscathed you know that was a favor of the Lord man three cars I wonder wonder what I got to birth you understand wonder what the enemy is after man Here lately, the, the Lord has challenged me to get out of my comfort zone and out of the box of, this, of these four walls. Um, I have always felt like there was something other about me. Didn't everybody else feel like a weirdo? I totally feel like a weirdo. I, I really do. Um, and uh, I have been challenged to... Um, to shine light on some other, some, or some different facets of my talents. 
and the gifts that God has given me. And um, he did so by putting me in, in a couple of different odd situations where I get to hear from different people and that kind of thing. And it, it, it ended up birthing into to, uh, me just being obedient to the Lord and, 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 and uh, what, what, what disciplines the Lord had been putting in my life and, and setting up for me, especially in 2018. Uh, I was, the Lord was uh, calling me to do two things. Number one, to read and to write. Um, reading wasn't so much a, a big love of mine. Um, and I really do believe I was guided by what books I was reading. Now I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know, but I'm nervous. Like, what else I'm going to read? Am I going to like this? And, and I was, last week I read a book. I just finished a book that I didn't like. Uh, I, I just didn't like it at all. But the challenge was to finish it anyway and to take from it the seeds that I could, that kind of thing. Um, to write consistently every week to have something to produce that was right. That's something else that the Lord was doing. And, and, and what I thought was just practice has ended up turning to what is, is beginning to be a monetized a few businesses. And I'm realizing that, that in that arena, I can no longer depend on the favor that rests on me because Flynn Johnson's blood runs through my veins. I've got to depend on the blood of Jesus running through my veins in order in other words, I've, I've got to depend on the favor of the Lord upon me, not just the favor of the Lord upon my father. That that make any sense to you? And so I'm, it's, it's, it's a little bit unnerving for me. It's, it's very uncomfortable. Um, it's a part of me that feels like I don't know what in the ham fat I'm doing. But then there's another part of me that is that is requiring me to be so sensitive to the Lord that I know exactly which step to make next so that I don't step in the wrong spot you know what I mean sort of like uh, I want the knife please golden child remember when we went through that dark thing and he had to step on particular particular things you know what I'm talking about or if he didn't step on the right one he was going to be dead that kind of thing that's kind of how I feel in my life there right now and the Lord is doing some interesting things and I don't know what he's doing but I'm all, I'm all right with it. it it's making me nervous but but well, for me, if it makes me nervous, I got to do it. You know what I mean? I, that's that's kind of the, the person. I, I, got, I, I think I might have got that from my mom. You know, let me, let me just jump. Let me just see. Let's just see what's going to happen. Only thing I can do is hit the floor. Uh, so really quickly, I want to tell you a little bit about some of the favor that I'm having. Uh, actually, in the next couple of weeks, uh, started a, um, man, it was really just out of a book that I read, a word that stuck out, juggernaut. Uh, went to a conference, came out of it, and had uh, Juggernaut Life, uh, which ended up being some, a little bit of a, a, um, a group and personal uh, coaching uh, type situation. Uh, I'm, I'm not figuring out, still figuring out what the ham fat to call it, but I'm, going, I'm just going to do it, see what happens. And uh, so I had one, and um, you know, the, Lord, the Lord did bless it. It was, uh, it was good. And then the Lord challenged me, you know, you need to have another one. I'm like, what? I done did that. What you want me to do? I got to, all that it took me to get to that, and then you, you want me to do it again? All right, Lord, let's go again. And then I said to the Lord, you know, Lord, it would be dope for it to be in, in, in this particular place. And uh, uh, this week I heard, check this out, that the next juggernaut life, check this out, Elder Yule, is going to be on Spelman's campus. 
feel free. Now that might not mean anything to you, but for somebody whose favor, in my opinion, has rest mainly within these four walls, it's something else. It's, it's, something, it's something else, you know what I mean? It's like, well, I'm right here, you know what I mean? <laughs> Are you sure? It's, that's kind of how I feel. But, 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 but for the Lord to sanction and say, you know, yes and amen, and, and to say that to you. But, but this is what I get interesting about is, all right, well, Lord, why would you put me there? Why, why would you put me in that arena? Why would you shine the light on me in that place? Makes me want to make sure that I got my stuff together, you know? Makes me want to be able to carry that favor uh, lightly because I know that it had nothing to do with me. And nothing, go with me, nothing to do with my, with my father. But about the purpose of, of God that, that he has placed in, in my life. No, the favor of God. Something's, something big has to birth from it. And what's crazy is the thing that I'm thinking about is how many of them I'm going to bring home. Already talking with my team. I want this percentage just paid. I want this percentage just Spelman or, you know, AUC students. You know what I mean? Uh, thinking, thinking that way because I'm, I'm looking for an opportunity to shine because I know that when God shines his light on me, uh, Kirk Franklin said it, they want my autograph, but I want to give them yours. Real quickly, right before we end, I want to talk to you really quickly about favor killers. And then we're going to talk about activating favor, and then we're going to get out of here. Favor killers. Really quickly, we can do this. The first one is disobedience. The reason why David got it is because Saul messed up. He disobeyed God. And, the Bible, and, and, and Samuel talked about how the Lord left Saul because of his obedience. Disobedience. Disobedience will kill God's favor. Number two, being like everybody else. That's one of the, 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 uh, uh, the, the downside of social media because it causes you to want to be like other people. And, and, and uh, what you don't know is, is what people are showing you is the best of themselves. They don't want to show you what, 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 you, what their bad days look like. Some people do, but you, you, don't, you, you think they fools anyway, right? But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stood out at the, at the expense of their life. And the favor that was dropped upon them, man, was crazy. Next one, idols. Part of the reason why the people of Israel wandered the earth for 40 more years. Man, I'd have been frustrated if I was Caleb and Joshua. Man, I would have been upset with y'all joker. I think they could have took me 11 days. We could have wanted them to 40 years. Man, get the. I'd have been upset. But it was because they had idols. They idolized comfort. 
Every time they came up against something, oh, you, 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 God, you ain't with us. Took us out of the out of Egypt into the desert. You just left us out. Just complaining. First Kings talking about how how the Lord was upset when they were complaining about what seemed right for them to complain about, and it killed the third of them. <laughs> Gone because <laughs> they were complaining. Idols. Next, last thing. That's what you want to see. This is the one that, that, uh, that Esther got. Check this out. You will lose favor when you do not respond to the king's call. Vashti. The only reason why Esther was elected, they went through that whole election, is because Vashti didn't do her job. She didn't come when the king said come. Some of you have been avoiding the call of the king and therefore avoiding the favor of the Lord. Wonder why you can't get it right, why you just put one step forward and 17 steps back because the step you take it is to the side and not straightforward into the call of God on your life. Because when the king calls, he's calling so that you answer. You forfeit favor you don't answer the king. Now, I know, I hear you. Sometimes you feel like I'm not worthy of the favor. Well, let me help you. You are correct. You are unworthy. You will never be worthy. You cannot do enough to get favor. You can't be enough to get favor. The only way you can get favor is if God the Father sees Jesus when he sees you. And the only way that happens is if you, you have to give your life to Jesus. I know what it is. You thought Jesus went up there and died and he did it for you. But really what he was doing is teaching you how to die. Because if you're dead... You rise in Christ when, when the Father looks at you, he sees his only begotten, pure, sin-free, absolutely successful son. And anything the son asks for, the Father says, yes, 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 it is yours. You get that honey dripped on you, that influence on you, that likability on you, that investment on you. Because when the Father sees you, he sees Jesus. That means that disobedience, that being like everybody else, those idols that not responding to the king is what has to die. How do we activate this favor? Three very, very simple things. Three very, very simple things. Uh, find that uh, Psalms 119.58. Psalms 119.58. Let's find those three, uh, Kenny, the Mark 11, the Acts 2. But the first one is Psalms 119.58. The first thing you have to do, real simple, I promise you I'm not playing with you. I'm, I'm not being sarcastic. You know, sometimes you feel like the, the preacher's being sarcastic. You know what I'm talking about? You're playing with me, you know what I mean? You're telling a lie, you're doing too much, not enough at the same time. Anybody ever feel like the preacher doing that? Anyway, here it is. Not here in this place, but you heard him. You know what I'm talking about? Here, very simple. Ask. Ask for it. Let's look at Psalms 119 real quick. Psalms 119, 58 says, I sought your favor. How? With all my heart. Be gracious to me according 
to your word. Not according to my work, not according to my last name, not according to what I did, not according to what I think I am, but, but according to your word. Ruth asked for favor and got Boaz. Nehemiah asked for favor and was able to, to build for his, for his family. I'm sorry. I think part of the reason why, I, probably you probably have no clue. This message is for me. Preach to myself today. Because I need the favor of the Lord. So you have to ask. Man, when you see that word favor in in, in Isaiah, um, Psalms 119.58, the Greek word for it is panin. Panin. And what that word panin means is to, for, to get Jesus to turn his face towards you. If Jesus, if you could just get Jesus to turn his, you know how you feel? Just get Jesus to turn his face. Because you know if he, if, he just, if, just, if he sees you, you know he'll respond. If he, if he just turned his head towards you, you know he will respond. David said, if I just ask for it, I, it will happen. It happened with Ruth. It happened with Nehemiah. When they asked a question, your favor, Lord, be upon me so that I shine in a way, particularly for the person who's looking for me. I'm I reminded of a prophetic word that I got, oh, now it is two years ago. Capuccio, I like saying his name. Uh, Capuccio, he said, you are a Ruth. Don't, uh, don't, he said, he said something about how, God will do all he can to make sure that Boaz sees Ruth. Somebody had to die in order for Boaz to see Ruth. You see that? If you look at, if you look at the first book of Matthew, all of the generations, they named about 40 of them, all the way came up to just to get married to Joseph. So there would be a perfect two people to carry the miracle. I see it as a stronghold that the enemy is, I, he must be a bad joker. <laughs> must be a bad joker if the enemy is trying this hard. You know what? Because of the favor of the Lord that's on me, I can have peace in my heart and rest in my bones. Serenity in my hormones. You don't hear me? about what God is going to do. Why? Because it's his purpose that has to be birthed. The clock, the ticking of the God, the dead gum clock. You know that clock? Can't sleep because of the clicking of the dead gum clock. Shut up! Because I have the favor of the Lord. Because I'm asking. That is a I got to move on, please. The second thing you need to do 
is confess and decree. Mark eleven twenty three. Let's see it. Mark eleven twenty three. Really quickly, you've heard this before. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, "Be taken up into cast into the sea," and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted to him. Some of y'all need to quit begging God and start decreeing what he already says. First Kings 2, 3, and 4. And Israel will not lack a king on the throne. That's what, that's what, that's what the king, that's what king says. It was, it's my rainbow for me. And if you look at the word king in that, I promise you, do it yourself. You can do it. Look up Logos, the, 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 the app is called Logos. And you look up the word king in that, in 1 Kings 2, 3, and 4, that word king means husband. So either you're a liar, Lord, or I just got to be patient. Because he said it to me. Now I'm not asking no more questions. Just saying what he said. Last thing I think is the one of the most important things is be on one accord. In Acts 2, 45, it says they were praising God and having favor with all the people. All right, go back. Uh, which verse? That they had? 40 what? 47. Mm -hmm. Just had to keep reading now. No, I'm talking about the part where he said being on one accord. Mm -hmm. If you look at Acts 2, 2, 42 through 47, what you will see is the definition of being on one accord. Here's what I want you to see what being on one accord means. These are a couple of definitions that I think is important. Intense affection. Retained relationship. A thermal affection that retains itself in a cold environment. To maintain alignment with the people and the house of God. The spirit of love which is produced as, as an atmosphere of the kingdom of God. In order to get favor, you better make sure that, that Hebron and Bethel are taken care of. Remember those altars Bishop has been talking about these last couple of weeks? Hebron, the one that's about, about uh, alliances, and Bethel, the one that talks about the, the house of God. Being on one accord gets you favor. Why? Because the result of the favor of God is that he adds to his house every day. That's why we don't have church on Sunday only. We have church throughout the whole week inside your home. And somebody said from house to house. The reason why the Lord will shine his light on me is because he knows I'm going to use it to build his house. Why would God have faith, give you favor? Why would God make you irresistible? Why would God drop that thing on you that would cause you to be successful in all your whole life? You know why? Because when they look on us, they need to see what it is to be yielded to this heavenly agenda. 
was listening to Lance Wild now, he was like, the only warfare that should come upon the people of God is jealousy from the people of the enemy. Not because of the, 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 the mess that we, that we create. But the warfare that you ought to encourage because people are like, well, I want that too. And the thing that, makes, that doesn't make you arrogant is that you are generous. So let's do a little business this morning, this afternoon and moment. Really quickly. We need to kill, assassinate the favor killers. We need to assassinate the, fla the favor killers. How many of you want one of those? Uh, I, man, I wish we could, I could have a, a, a lifesaver. To assassinate those things that prevent me from walking boldly into what God created for me to do and be. Boldly. How many of you need to deal with those things that those those that disobedience? Actually, I'm gonna name them. Because, you know, the, 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 the favor killing part is just a small part. What I really want to do is something after that. So let, you, you want to do some business real quick? Do you need some emotion? You make it feel good, that part? You need that? No. All right, good. So let's go on and deal with it, all right? You ready to deal with it? If when I name it, I just want you to stand. I'm not having an altar call. We're not coming down here. We're just going to get rid of it, all right? That right? Were you with me? Yeah. All right, so when I name it, and, it, and if it's you, I want you to stand. Keep standing. That all right? All right, first one, disobedience. The Lord done told you to do it, you ain't did it. Or he told you not to do it, and you did it anyway. Mm -hmm. Yep. Killing, killing your favor. No, no thing. Uh, being, being like everybody else. Uh, you, you, just, you, just, you just want everything you see on, online. You want everything you, you all that. You just, you just, you, you can't, uh, you, you can't get enough. Idols, things you hold in higher reverence than that uh, of the relationship that you have with Jesus. The Lord's talking to me about these things and, and making sure that the highest value that I have is not what he can give me, but the giver of the gift. Next thing, not responding to God's call. You, you, you just said, I ain't going. I'm not going to go. I don't think I need that. I, 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 I'm, I know I got, I got, I, I don't, you decide not to have no time. You're just killing your favor. Not, up, not being aligned with the house of God because of your own stuff, your own offenses. Oh, Lord, all oh, y'all standing, Jesus. Well, that's all right. We're just going gonna to get rid of it because it's not the part I want to get to. You know what I mean? You got your hands cleared? Raise your hands before the Lord and close your eyes because I really want you to concentrate on yourself. And I really want you to go ahead, open your mouth on your own, on, in your own, and I want you to repent. Just repent. Lord Jesus, I repent because I have used my time for myself. I have been disobedient. You have asked me to do it, and I didn't do it. Lord, I have used my offense as a reason not to go and be a part of, Lord, I should have been at the encounter this weekend, but I decided that it wasn't important enough. But you knew it was important, and God, I, 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 I know, Lord, I need you to forgive me for that. Lord, I have my children as an idol. I've been worried, too worried about them and not worried about my time with you. 
Oh, God, when you called me to be a leader, I knew you called me, but I was afraid and I stayed in my seat. Come on, you go ahead and repent. Come on, repent with your whole heart. Come on, you talk to the Lord. Come on, you talk to the Lord. Remove your, we remove our favor killers today, oh God, so that we can receive the favor of the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for giving me another chance. Thank you, Lord, that you now see me as, as your daughter and your son. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy because I deserve death because of what I did to you. But you see me through the crucifixion and now I can be whole and ready to accomplish your will and your way. Oh God, give me courage to say yes to you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, how many of you need the favor of the Lord upon you? Now, I need, you see how it happened that was real quick? Bang. No, sometimes you just stay stew, stewing in your wrong stuff too long. You know how people do? I just got to process it. What? I can't stand that statement. I can't stand it. You know, sometimes, you know, you know, you have, I have to be learn how to be patient with people. And then other times, people who be slow need to quicken up a little, little bit. You see how quick that was? You asked the Lord for forgiveness and bang, now let's move on. The Lord be ready to move on like that. What you processing? He done already took care of it. I can't stand it. I cannot stand the way I process. I what? I'm sorry. Please forgive me. What you say? Just, just go. Just obey. Just obey. It ain't got nothing to do with what you feel. It's got everything to do with what he says. Maybe you ought to get an urgency about yourself more about what God wants you to do than what it is you need to process. I'm telling you to help you. One of the best ways to learn something is to teach it. Soon as you become responsible for somebody else, you get over stuff real quick. I ain't had no sleeping in weeks because my baby this and that, and you still go to work on time, don't you? You got to get over it. Process, what? I'm sorry, please forgive me, get this little tattoo. I want to move on from that is what I'm saying. I want to move into what God has created us to do. So we're going to say this con confession. And uh, Kenny's going to put it up, and we're going to say it together. But I want you to say it with some conviction, because here's what I believe. I believe that when, don't put it up there yet, because then they're going to look at that and not listen to me. Listen, I believe that when we walk, when we walk out of this place today, if you were here this week, you knew Metro, we, we made a turn this weekend, didn't we? Thank God I am not like Jesus, because I leave all y'all jokers who should have been there and, and, and wasn't. But I'm not like Jesus, who gives you the right to come along just because you repented five minutes ago. And if Jesus is all right with it, guess what? So are we. Because we like to move on. I know you can't believe it because that's how you are. But I promise you, once I'm done, I'm done. I really am. I'm done. So come on, be done and move with us. Because if there's one thing the Lord's called us to do, he's called us to do it together. Here's the deal. Atlanta needs to see a picture of what it is to be a real believer in the city. 
They need to see what it is to be what it is to be a man who is yielded under the heavenly authority so that what he says happens. He needs, they need to see what happens when a couple agree between what they have decided and that what they pray for happens. They need to see a family that is united for the purpose of God and what happens in their family that, that, that when the Lord says that it happened for it to happen, it happens. Why? Because they have the favor of God upon them. You need the favor of God to accomplish what we need. You need to be an irresistible person. God's purpose has resisted you long enough. Now it's time for you to be irresistible. Do you want to be irresistible? Do you want to be irresistible? So with some conviction, let's say these, these, uh, these uh, confessions. Is that all right? So just a few of them together. Is that good? See that exclamation point? You know what that means? All right, you got to shout it out. <laughs> okay, you ready? Here we go. Jesus, give me favor. Give me power. Give me influence for your kingdom. Smear me. Mark me. Anoint me with favor. In Jesus' name, give me charisma of Christ that is being released on Metro right now for souls and resources. I receive a new maturity to handle the favor of God so that I can conquer the works of the devil. I receive favor for the accomplishment of new ideas received from the kingdom of heaven. I receive an extraordinary deposit of your favor. I receive favor from God and men. I receive favor in my bank accounts, relationships, for opportunity, for souls, for promotions, and for business. People of influence are waiting to invest in me. Shine your light on me so that Atlanta sees a true representation of the freedom that is found in being the citizen of the kingdom of God. Lord, put one accord with your body, our bishop and his wife and the team on which I am assigned. Lord, give me favor to build a team that will help me accomplish your purpose for our lives. This is the super season of supernatural. Come on, one more time. This is a season of supernatural favor. Come on, one more time. Like you believe it, will you clap your hands and bless the Lord? 